and welcome back to another episode of Henrico Happenings. I'm Victoria Davis. And I'm Kristen Smith. Now, June is kind of when summer comes alive, right, Victoria? Absolutely. And this is the time when we see recreation and parks throwing all kinds of fun events mm. and people coming outside with their families and enjoying the nice weather, right. you know? Right. Well, we've got the nice weather. Absolutely. But things are a little different now. Due to COVID, we can't help that, huh? No large gatherings, wearing our masks, but Rec and Parks is still going to be on the move and on the go. And so in the studio with us today, we have Pam Kemp, the Marketing Specialist for Recreation and Parks. Thanks for being with us today, Pam. Thank you for having me. So overall, kind of explain how this virus has changed basically everything you guys are doing. Yes, this virus has definitely had an impact. Uh, on a positive note, most of what we offer is outdoors, park settings, and we've had been able to offer people a place to go to get out of their house and get some exercise and get some fresh air. So all of the parks that we have spread throughout the entire county has served a great purpose for getting people outside. And there's been some limitations on what you could or couldn't do for several weeks um, based on guidelines. Those have been lifted. Things are gradually getting a little more back to normal to outdoor play. Uh, so we're excited about that to see a little more normalcy out in the parks. Um, but we are still encouraging people to come out, get some fresh air, keep following those guidelines, keep distancing from others so everyone can safely enjoy being outside. Yeah, I would attest to that. I think the parks are busier than they've ever been. I, it's sort of a refuge for people to get out of their house yes. and get somewhere where they feel like they're out, but they're socially distanced and you know they can get some exercise or whatever. A change of scenery and some fresh air. Absolutely. So yes, they're definitely popular right now. I actually went on my first picnic just because I was tired of being in the house. And so I went to Dory <laughs> Park and I just went on a picnic with me and my sister. It was awesome. Like I really enjoyed the environment and seeing everybody walking around the pond and all that. So. Definitely and the, good. And the weather has been so beautiful, so mm -hmm. it's definitely worth taking advantage of being outside. Okay, so speaking of outside, let's talk about um, summer camps. I know parents are wondering what's the status with that. You know, they've been home with their kids, God bless them, yes. <laughs> for, for months now. And um, where, where do things stand with the camps? Well, just like the parents, we kind of wish we had more details to share. Um, the camps, as we traditionally know them, are not going to be held this summer. We just feel that we cannot safely accommodate the large number of children that we typically can serve and keep busy throughout the summer. And our staff are, everyone is sad that we won't see them in a traditional setting, but behind the scenes, our entire team is looking at what can we do differently? What else can we offer? Um, it might be a modified camp. So we're working on a lot of options, but we do have to wait until we get better guidelines and regulations from the state to really see what we can do for our citizens and our children. Absolutely, I think safety is the, is the best you know, yes. priority <laughs> at this point. And with talking about things being a little bit different, I know we're offering now some virtual classes that people can actually participate in as far as Rec and Parks is concerned. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, absolutely. So I talked about how great it is to be outside. Well, the thing that we haven't been able to do is meet indoors. We have classes and programs all year for all ages, and those had to be canceled and stopped. So again, our staff behind the scenes has been working on how can we continue to serve and interact with our public, but virtually. So we've created a 
virtual classroom. And some of our topics that we usually cover, such as arts and crafts, history lessons, nature projects, we're taking those virtual. And participants can sign up um, for an online class. And the platform that we're using, they can it's live and they can ask questions. So just like you're in a classroom, we have someone there teaching and leading and showing them how to do a project. And you can ask questions and follow along, get a little sense of interaction, even though we're separate. So you've had to do some real out-of-the-box thinking <laughs> and get creative. How do you guys come up with these ideas? It takes a team. Um, we have a lot of creative staff. We have different skill sets. So everybody has come together from IT to communications experts to um, programmers to creative arts people, nature experts, animal specialists. We have such a variety of skill sets in our office that when they all come together, we can come up with some creative things. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. So where are people um, able to sign up or register for these classes? Everything that we're offering virtually is on the county's website. It's under the Recreation and Parks Department page. And there's a link that says Virtual Programs. And they can see these online classes as well as some activities we've been posting on social media that you can do on your own. So I would think the, the benefit of the online classes is that you can probably take more participants, right? Absolutely, and we've talked about the benefits to that. A classroom has a limitation in the number of seats that are available. This does not have any limits. So we can take as many people as want to participate and join us in this virtual setting. Okay, another question that people might be asking is the status of Red, White, and Lights. That's such a fun event. We got a rained out last event. year. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, last year we got rained out. Big rains, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we are looking at July 4th. We'll not be able to do a large event of that scale. That's just too many people. 20,000, I think, is a little more than <laughs> we can handle yeah, safely. Absolutely. So it's not going to look the same. We're looking to see what else we can do. That's another one that's kind of in the works, but it will not have the same look as it has with large groups and meeting together outdoors. I think what's important to, to remember here is that Rec and Parks is still trying to provide the services that they can, even though they look differently. It's not as if you just said, you know what, no camp, no classes, no, no Fourth of July celebration. You're still behind the scenes trying to provide some sort of service that people can take advantage of and enjoy. Exactly. Our goals are to serve the public, to provide outdoor um, activities, to provide entertainment, educational opportunities, so many different things that we can offer. Just like to give them a broad array of different things that they can do and learn through us. And yes, we've just had to take it in a different direction, had to take it virtual. And there is still planning for what can we do you know, our events might come back a little smaller. They might look a little different, but they will still be there. We will still be here to serve and to offer opportunities in different ways. So just might look a little different. We're used to that by now, though, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Everything looks a little differently. And we look forward to those events coming back, too, because that is uh, the primary part of our podcast, really. <laughs> Absolutely. All, all the things happening in Hiraiko. And I think along with programming and entertainment, I think you also offer shopping um, with the Dory Park um, Farmer's Market. So talk about how that Farmer's Market is actually working right now due to COVID. So the coordinators of the Farmer's Market also had to think outside the box and do things differently. They are currently using an online ordering system. And if you go to the Dory Park Farmer's Market, 
website, you can order your products, and then you basically drive through and pick them up. They're looking at gradually transitioning back to a traditional farmer's market, so there are going to be some changes as they look forward to opening in a more normal setting, but right now they've been able to serve the public, offer them produce and items, and also help the farmers and the other groups that are selling these items still have a place to connect with their customers. Yeah, and there's nothing like that fresh produce this time of year. It just reminds you of summer and how how wonderful of a time this is, regardless of COVID-19. Yeah, absolutely. Reagan Parks is a one-stop shop. Get your activities, you get your shopping, healthy healthy walking and living, one-stop shop. Something for everyone. (laughs) Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us, Pam? I just thank you for letting us share the things that we are doing. There's so much work behind the scenes throughout the entire county to offer services and things a little differently. So thanks for letting me share and connect through your podcast. Well, good luck in uh, getting creative and, and thinking outside of the box on the upcoming events. Thank you. And we hope that the next time we record this podcast, in July, I guess, I know that we'll have a lot more to tell you about things that are going on across the county. Hopefully, we'll be transitioning into um, bigger and better times. Absolutely. So stay safe out there, everyone. Continue to wear your mask. And hopefully, we'll see you in July for another episode of Henrico Happenings. Bye. Bye.